there is a, a thread on Twitter that I might read out. Yeah? What's it about? It's about a dead cat. Oh, maybe I don't want to do that. Maybe not. Is it, sad? Is it sad or does it have a happy ending? Well, it doesn't dead really cat, happen. right? <laughs> what am I on about? You know, I mean, just, did someone get something positive from it? I think people got a lot was of Was it an horrible it? cat? <laughs> it deserved every... it. <laughs> Had it coming. Yeah. Well, I'll read and we can be the judge of that. Okay. Shall I put in a bit that says lols here? <laughs> in the fun section. <laughs> right. Should we go? Yep. Hello and welcome to episode 67 of I'm Fine, the chat between myself, Damo, and the only person I'm willing to hang out with who finds no joy in farts. Mark. Have you checked then that all your other friends I don't do, need to do check. enjoy? I think I'm pretty pretty sure they Well, I had some feedback farting. about someone saying to me, I don't think Damien's bit about everyone enjoying their own farts in the car was either relevant <laughs> or true. <laughs> who's, who's, who? Come on. I don't know. I've forgotten. Just someone you hang out with. Someone with what taste. suddenly said we're we're not relevant, or I'm not relevant, or my story about farts wasn't. This relevant. podcast isn't relevant. So. <laughs> right, that was pretty. All oh, right, just sweeping. Yeah, we're going back to eighties humour. Right, come back to Jimborn. <laughs> I should have saved that for today. I you wish should I have done. done you it. did a whole skit this morning at mm. training, didn't you? You acted <laughs> out a whole episode of Bullseye. <laughs> what do you get All from the your voices. PT? <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. Uh, this is a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, blood, guts, and glory. We're all work in progress, and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives. And if we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this madness, then our work here is done. Make sure you subscribe to us in your podcast app and follow us on the socials by searching for I'm Fine Cast. And please do drop us in. We're out right for time, Mark. So rude. You, no, that wasn't. So rude. It wasn't. It was. You literally drew your sleeve halfway up your arm to check your watch. I was checking my forearm. <laughs> well, just because you just because I can flex in. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was checking my heart. Are you okay? Yeah. Good. And please drop us an email at I'mFineCast@gmail.com. See if Mark's okay. And um, we'll send you a picture of his arm if you're interested. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just send pictures. No, that's really bad, isn't it? Let's just send pictures, parts of your body. My scar, my new scar from tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to get a scar? Yeah. It's all keyhole these days. Oh, is it? Yeah. You won't even know. You won't even see where it's gone in. Hmm. I'll ask for a scar it's then. Not... <laughs> <laughs> Can you just slash me with a machete afterwards? I get yeah. more sympathy in life. So coming up in this episode, warm up and stretch, catch up and bookmarks. In work-life ballet, we've got accountability. Mm. And in brain food, we have, are we being too nice? I've mentioned to you a few times, listening to Shag Married Annoyed. Mm. And I think one of the things that I'm finding with podcasts, and I was thinking about this, now we've gone to one episode, you know, I'm sort of very stats-minded. And I was looking yeah. at our sort of coverage. And I think... Has it ruined our stats, Mark? No, no, I... I think... Has it made them better? I've come to the conclusion if we put out one a week or seven a week, we'd have the same number of people listening. Oh, I don't know. That's a stretch, isn't it? One, what, one a day? Well, okay, maybe say <laughs> you know four I mean? a week then. Okay. I've, all, I've already had so, reports of so withdrawal the more we symptoms. Ha- so the, right, I was going to come to... Okay. So the more, the more episodes we do, the less audience we have. No. It, they, so, so in theory, you're, well, you're okay. So if the more episodes we have, the more listens we're going to get. Because if our audience size stays the same, they'll all they'll all be listening. the average is going to be the same, but the time span will be different. So if we have one a week, right, and everyone catches up, because yeah. obviously some people go back. Like to the, I was looking at stats. Some people have gone back to the beginning. So like the first five had gone up. <laughs> Somebody's obviously. <laughs> But the, the situation is when everyone catches up and it'll be easier to catch up when it's once a week, Yeah. then the figure is going to be the same as whether we'd gone two or three or four a week, we'll just get to that figure quicker. Right. Because people start catching up and then go, I'm up to date with that. I'm waiting for the next one. Right. Yeah. So the, the listens are the same, which, which means we've got a constant audience, whether we put one, two, three or four. It's just, I'm going to do something here. This isn't linked to anything, but I don't know where we're going to drop this in. This is part two of a series of, isn't the English language interesting? Right. And if you remember a few weeks ago, we had the plurals. Yeah. Because we, we're multinational. We're internationalists. We are. Yeah. And yeah. the vagaries of English language is important. So I'm going to what give there it is? the vagaries. The vagaries. Yeah. Okay. Is that part of this? Just throwing in the word vagary. No, that was just using, you'd use the word. No, I wouldn't. Okay. I don't even know what it means. It sounds like a tramp. 
Is it not? I don't know. This happens every time. What? What happens? I say a word and then... Well, I haven't heard it before. The vagary. It's a lovely word. The, the, the sort of... Um, you have a lovely vocab and I've said it before. Is it like, not necessarily the eccentricities, but more the, the funny nuances, the funny uh-huh. differences? Yeah. So we said it on the plurals, didn't we, that just putting an S. So, so I'm going to do the same thing, is that when they invented the language, they decided, because people are going they? to... They? Who's they? The English, the, the English language English people, teachers. the committee. <laughs> right. And um, they decided that they didn't want to call animals... They were going to have names for the food of the animal. Let me explain it better. <laughs> so do, because For I'm a pig, confused. rather yeah. than them saying, we're going to have some pig for tea, they right. we'll call it pork. Okay. Right. So rather than going to have some deer, we're going to have some venison. Okay. You're getting where I'm going now. So yeah, you're going now. One. So rather than have cow, we'll have beef. beef. Yeah. So in this little video, I like this game. So this little video I saw said, "Okay, can can I put some forward?" And the guy goes, "Yeah, of course." So he went, "Turkey." <laughs> well, that's that's turkey. turkey. Okay. Yeah. Chicken. Well, that's another bird. Yeah, chicken. He said, "Don't keep doing birds." Okay. <laughs> Lamb. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> How does that come that lamb yeah. is lamb when you eat it and pig is pork when you eat it? Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, you don't you don't have the answers. No, just the vagaries. Right. <laughs> You're all about vagaries. the vagaries, aren't you? Yeah. So we trained this morning, didn't we, Mark? Yeah. Um I haven't yeah. put my positive comment in, but you look marvellous without a hat. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. And have you had your hair cut professionally since <laughs> we last commented on or has it all just grown back? I've just washed it. <laughs> Yes, and combed it. It's almost Have like it's caught up the... with itself, hasn't it? The bits that were lagging behind. <laughs> yeah, it's all kind of even now. Yeah, they've tried it? harder. Or have you done comb overs, but in, in lots of different areas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, sorry to your daughter. Um, so we trained this morning, mm. and you said you missed the. Well, you just touched on that. Didn't you? you missed the Tuesday pod. You, you kind of, you, you yeah. did. You did a little sad face, like a little baby yeah. this morning. Yeah, you actually did a little dad face, like all sad. Well, normally it would be Monday night, waiting up for you to do the edit. Yeah, listening. Yeah, falling asleep during half of it. Yeah, getting up early Tuesday morning, Listen listening before we What's train. To all again, all the bit you didn't. The bit I fell fell asleep okay. through, and then see you on the Tuesday and be full all of right, so excitement. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was just. It was just a void. All right. Even when I turned up. No. Or did no. I fill the void? You filled the void. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good to know. Um, uh, one of the emails. Amply. <laughs> That's the faster thing to say. Yeah, I will, I will put the time. I'll make sure the timing's a lot better in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so no one realizes those thirty seconds before yeah, you get got the, the joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to do one of the emails now, if I if I may, Fire. because it's relevant. Um, because we were censored. Remember, mm. in the last podcast I said our podcast on YouTube had violated the terms and conditions concerning misinformation around COVID on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. And um, I appealed with your name on it, if you remember rightly. Uh, you're fucking wrong. Cheers, Mark, I think we put. <laughs> so we had we had a response, and I did put it on Instagram. So this isn't new for, for some of our no. Instagram followers. But we received a message from YouTube saying, we have reviewed your appeal for the following content, which was episode 63, Sables are cute until one rips your face off. We have reviewed your content carefully and have confirmed that it violates our medical misinformation policy. We know this is probably disappointing news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's our job to make sure that YouTube is a safe place for all. To which your answer was, <laughs> I've got a bit of an admission. So, uh, what? No, when I wrote that Insta story, it was the point was if you can have paedophiles, you can have extreme violence, you can have blah blah blah. Then I, I still don't even know what we said about vaccines. I've listened back. I don't no, think we, we didn't, even honestly we didn't say anything about no. vaccines. We talked about. Passports. I'm not anti-vax. No, I'm anti. I'm, I'm pro-choice, but I'm not anti-vax. No, you're not. No, but I think we said that we 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 were talking about the vaccine passport, and you were saying that I can't see how a passport is going to basically kind of save anyone. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was something along those lines, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't. It doesn't reduce the risk. No, that yeah. Per se. It, it, that, that was it. That was yeah. literally. It. We've said a lot worse and had stronger opinions in but, plenty of other pods. So which, just, which, which makes the point that so what else taken, is get taken down, doesn't it? Which you made on the last Thin pod, end yeah, of the you're absolutely right, yeah. The mistake I made, bearing oh, yeah. in mind that I was saying to you about how TikTok is basically mind-reading us, mm-hmm. and we might allude to those in a minute, was the fact I should have been more circumspect when I did a little check on YouTube. So I put into YouTube, YouTube, how to build a bomb search. Oh. <laughs> and I'm now thinking, bearing in mind YouTuber watching us along yeah. with instagram yeah 
I maybe shouldn't have gone how to build a bomb okay. and then watch the video. There's plenty of things on there, how to build a bomb, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to necessarily... No, but there I... is. That's my point. There is. Yeah. Is that, is that literally... But I've just joined that, the list of that... people that have searched how to build a bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they, they tagged you years ago, Mark. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Feds yeah. have been all over you. Yeah. There's videos up like that that you could, we can go and watch now if you yeah. want. Yeah. Probably how to get some, you know, weed killer and make a bomb, right? Yeah. 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 We talked, we had an opinion about something and we got taken down. It's quite redonkulous, isn't it? But going back to your earlier thing, it's their platform. They can do what they like. They can. They can absolutely do what they like. They're a load of fuckers. Yeah. You'll be pleased to know, Mark, that I went on my bike this Good. weekend. That does please me. Yes, I thought it would, because uh, you've been having a go right go at me these last mm. few weeks. <laughs> so we're going to do this exercise, Damo, because it will help you when you go on your bike. <laughs> we're going to do this now, Damo, because it'll help you when you get on your bike. When you get on your bike, you're going to be much... It's all right, Mark, I get the message. <laughs> Jesus, let it go. Be absolutely right. I wanted to go on my bike, and I did, and I'm glad I did. Good. So I was cycling off down here with my with my wife on our bikes, mm-hmm. and we got onto the uh, the bus lane, which is a bus lane and a bike lane, yeah, and a taxi lane. Hold that thought. Mm-hmm. We were two abreast, mm-hmm. right? Well, we heard out, out of nowhere someone shout, "Clear out of a vehicle!" Because it's obviously coming from a vehicle. Because you have that noise. Yeah. <laughs> someone shouted. A man shouted at us. Single file. So, I got a little message for the man. I don't know who he was, and I mm. wish I'd kind of taken I'm sure a note. I'm sure he's listening. Would it, yes. The car? Did you catch the car? No, well, he was he was in a work van, which I, but I couldn't catch the name of the van. I wish mm. I had, because I'd looked him up, and I'd have sent him a stern email. Yeah, well, have a word with me. I know how to build a bomb. <laughs> God, don't. <laughs> Take him out properly. No, 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 don't say that. No. Okay. <laughs> this wasn't going on YouTube either, is it? Um, so, I just had a little message for, for, for that fella. Yeah. It's perfectly legal for cyclists to ride two abreast on the road. So when you are off on a spin with your friends, feel free to cycle side by side. However, the highway code states that you can't ride more than two abreast. So more than two. So three. Yeah, you get the picture. <laughs> well done. Glad you're the numbers, man. And you can't do or it. four. Yeah, do you want to keep going? No. <laughs> and you can't do it when it... <laughs> Stop it. You're doing it with your hands. Stop it. And you can't do it when on narrow roads or when cycling around bends. Yeah. Because I think that's just a just sensible advice. Yeah. yeah. Is that um, the highway code? Yeah. Cool. Like I just said, it was... Yeah, sorry, I missed You weren't that. listening. You were no. too busy taking the piss, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so... So, word to him. Yeah. So, shove that up your ass mm. and smoke it. And you're only as wide as a bus or a taxi. The point I was going to make is I don't understand why... So, okay, I'm going to put the open question to you. Why are taxis allowed in bus lanes? I don't know. Is this a joke? <laughs> so you yeah. To, to run the chicken over that's crossing the road. No. So... Think about this. A bus lane is to increase the number of people that take public transport so that one vehicle is carrying up to 50 people. Correct, yeah. Bicycles are encouraged to use bus lanes and given that incentive because they're not polluting the atmosphere. Yes. A taxi driver has one guy yeah. most of the time or a girl. driving around. Women can go in taxis as well now. A guy is, covers both for me. Okay, well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just at, you know, yeah. just the balance. <laughs> a guy I'm, or yeah, gal. I'm a yin, neither, the yin to your yang. <laughs> so a driver a lot of the time will be just by himself herself themselves we've established it's a guy okay let's give him a name so so, so alan is in the taxi yeah by himself that doesn't help all alan <laughs> so oh, this is confusing this was this was clear in my head so he's driving by himself yes so that isn't Sharing so he hasn't pollution. got a fare, is that what we're saying? He then picks up a fare, yeah. which quite often will be, especially during the day, a single person from the bus station or a similar transport hub. So there's then two people in a car. Yeah, but it's your also... mass is on fire today, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, they're two abreast. Yeah. So, but the point I'm trying to make is that, that that still isn't necessarily the best use of why they get the privilege of that. Yeah. No, this... No, no, and I'm on that. I'm on with you because if there's if, if there's three lanes, two of them are, are for normos like us. One is for taxis. Yeah. Why don't you have? Why don't we all use three lanes and we all get to work quicker? Everybody gets to work quicker, or because we're all using the lanes. It it, it does that doesn't make any sense. Build the lanes and then use half of the lanes or two thirds of the lanes for everybody else and have a lane that's completely empty most of the time. But we could all be using that lane and. So, for example, the one about Bradley Stoke has a left filter. So you don't mm. even have to stop for the lights. Left filters into the dual mm. carriageway and off mm. you go. Most people just want to turn left and get on the dual carriageway. But they just have to queue them, up. Yeah, to... just let them go, let them go, let them go. And that's what all the queues are for. It doesn't make any sense. 
Mm. Fun, it's like uh, traffic lights and all roundabouts. Don't get me started. God, that was boring. I'd take all of that crap. Yeah, out. I will. Yeah. Because it's all Next. your stuff. Yeah, I'm not. A- after man shouted at me, just yeah. on a lighter note, yeah. there was a couple yeah. with um, a, a refuse bag each yeah. and a little grabber, and they're picking up rubbish. Great. On a Sunday morning. Yeah. It is quite a thing now, isn't it? It was really, after really good. So it. I was kind of thinking, I was cycling thinking, I just had that guy go, you know, that knobhead, give me, give me grief. And I just, that kind of, kind of countered that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It right, in, almost instantaneous. This kind of, you turn around, this guy was doing it, but I gave him the thumbs up. I didn't want to stop and make a big deal, but I just went, kind of did a nod and a. To the litter collectors. Yeah. Yeah. And he bent back and I thought, yeah. nice. No, one. that's good. So whoever you are. Yeah. And I'm sure he's big listening. Shout out. I'm yeah. sure he is. Thanks for that. Mr. Womble. Yeah, Uncle Bulgaria. Mm. Mm. Do you want to talk about dead cats? Where do you want to? Where do you want to go now? Let's go dead cats. Okay, let's just lift the uh, spirit, shall we? With the I think it's funny, but I'll let you be the judge of that. So this was posted by Kimberly Griffiths, and the name on Facebook. I don't. I don't know this. Yeah, this was what Facebook. Did you on Facebook, Mark. No, I wasn't. I don't do Facebook. You're on it. You got an account. Yeah, but I never go on it. This was Apart someone. This someone time. had tweeted this. <laughs> okay, fair. I'm just checking. So this is from Kimberly Griffiths, yeah. Fifty Shades of Halifax. I don't quite know what that means. Right. So this is Kimberly. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but I've just found a cat in the road. It has been hit by a car and has died. I'm looking for its owner. So if anyone up High Roadwell Lane or nearby is missing a black and white cat, I think it's male, please could you contact me? Or if anyone knows how to dispose of a dead cat, not belonging to myself, that'll also be helpful information. <laughs> Thanks in advance. I'm thinking, Kimberly, you just go the first one. Yeah. Has anyone lost a cat? Yeah. You then don't have to think of the d- disposal no. of it. No. Or give it a couple of days and then repost the disposal. Yeah. She's got a filter problem there, hasn't she? Yeah. A, a typing She's jumping one. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> unless unless that, you know, the typing app on her phone just takes her brain waves. Predictive text. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Found dead cat. Predictive text. How to bury. <laughs> yeah. So this was shared 13 times. And then someone called Philippe. 13. 13 shares, yeah. Okay, right, it's big, it's big stuff then in Halifax. In Halifax. <laughs> um, oh, but there's also 10 emojis, 10, you see, I don't do Facebook, there's 10 crying emojis. Crying with laughter or actually no, proper, proper crying, crying? Okay. Out of the corner of the eye. So th- there's been some, well, no, sometimes people put the wrong emoji for crying, don't they? They're like, put the sweating one for crying. Yeah, it does look like a little tear. You just sometimes you want a little sob, don't you? Yeah, it is the sweaty yeah. one. Yeah, I've, I've fallen foul of that. So Philippe says... Does he answer to the name Tomo? <laughs> this isn't a joke one. Right. This is like, don't go, oh, someone's being funny. It isn't. This uh, is. I think the answer would be no. <laughs> Mine has been missing two days now. He's usually an indoor cat. <laughs> Danielle pops up. It won't answer to anything as it's dead. Okay, Danielle, I think you've been helpful to Philippe. But maybe totally... is too much information. He would have come to that. <laughs> You've made him look a bit silly as well. No need. This sounds like uh, Fifty Shades of Halifax. It's probably a community-based uh, forum, is it? It could <laughs> be. It could be a local neighbourhood. Yeah. So Philippe's come back and apologised with a very strange emoji. You don't know what it is. Oh, sorry, I see. Um, <laughs> Philippe's grammar in English aren't great. I don't think English is his first well, language. With the way you're pronouncing so his, his name, you say, I, I would argue he's French. His name is Philippe Skolodoska. Oh, sorry, I see. You got picture of when he was alive. I can see if it's my cat. Yeah, the, the, he's my, asked my, Kimberly. My, mm-hmm. So she's found a dead one. Have you got any pictures of when he was alive? Alive. He's yeah, doing, he's doing. He's In case I think Philippe's thinking, if you took a picture when he was alive, yeah, I can yeah. check if he's my Clearly cat. Clearly, he didn't feel stupid enough the first time round. Did he? Yes, <laughs> he's gone but, for seconds. But Kimberly didn't make it clear. I was playing with a cat. I chucked in front of a car. You're right. She didn't state whether she... I found it dead when I'd, you know... <laughs> yeah. I was, t- I was having a selfie with a cat. Yeah. And I ran over I was doing it. some tricks with a steamroller. <laughs> Next thing I know. So Andy Thomas has come in. An interesting... T- Andy Thomas... <laughs> Andy Thomas's little um, thumbnail is of a black and white cat. So I'm thinking... Right. Now we're yeah. making progress. Andy goes, why would you take a picture of the dead cat? She hasn't. <laughs> no, she... Andy, keep this, up. This is how awful rumours start. Yeah. Surely you would put up a pic of... This is to Philippe. Yeah. Surely you would put up a pic of your cat, then ask the question, is it this one? <laughs> this would be much quicker and cause no distress to yeah. everyone on Facebook having to look at a poor, defenseless, dead pet. Again, Andy, let's, let's didn't, leave the deadness. Yeah. We got the message. Yeah, you didn't need to put that in. <laughs> Emma, yeah. trying to help because obviously she sounds Philippe's like a reasonable. Yeah, person. with a picture of a grey and white cat in her thumbnail, <laughs> said... 
how would she have a photo of it when it was alive? Mm. She's just found the poor cat dead. I mean, welcome to the party, Emma. <laughs> and Philippe, with a slight bit of irritation and no emojis. Yes, sorry, I realise. It's like you can feel the shouting. You so do. Philippe goes, I've been found out. I know the yeah, point. Right. I think we know where I'm we are now. I'm trying to help. It's, it's not clearly. Yeah. yeah. Philippe has then come back an hour later. It's all gone quiet. Right. I think he's been sad. Oh. My cat is not here, so I can't take a picture. I will take one if he comes home. <laughs> Again, Genius. Philippe, you are missing some of the points here. You've <laughs> it, lost it, your black and white cat. If he does come back... There's so much logic, yet yeah. so little. <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> just... So if my cat walks in the door, I'll take <laughs> a picture, send it... We're and, fine with that. ...and ask if this is the same as the dead cat... <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> Philippe goes quiet for a bit. Oh. This is all within four minutes, all these. Mm-hmm. Stephen, this has been the best thread ever. Again, I don't like people, you know, what? profiting from people's loss. I'm only reporting it for people to make their own opinion. Of course, you are. Um, Stephen, this has been the best thread ever. And then very quickly, apart from the dead cat thing, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Chris Murgatroyd Sr., I was just going to say that, laughing face. Then someone just randomly says a person's name. And then I get a feeling that there's a bit of calm and people are maybe just thinking, we're talking about a dead cat here. Let's just, you know, yeah. not be typical Facebook people. So Leon Marie Lewis goes, oh, sorry, Leona, Philippe, when your cat went missing two days ago, did you do a Facebook post including a photo asking if anyone has seen your cat? A little bit patronising. A little bit loaded as well, I would say. Yeah, like, do you not care that much about your cat? Yeah, but also, it sounds like she may have seen one that he's already posted, but... Yes. The way you were just... That's what I'm thinking. I think Leon has seen one two days ago uh, um... and go, was that the one you put up, Philippe? <laughs> yeah, just... if you had a bang on the head, Philippe. <laughs> Another four minutes went by, Philippe. I still have no cat, so I can't take picture. Never take a picture of his alive cat? No. Or maybe he wanted an up-to-date one. Said no cat owner ever. But Philippe, having had a little bit of time to ruminate and think about all this, came up with, yet again, another logical answer. Okay, I like him. I will Google a similar one and post. I love him. Again, you're going to have to do a bit of searching, Mm. but the dead cat, if it's black and white and a certain look, then I'm thinking. (laughs) Certain look. Yeah. So five minutes later... Good grief, Mark. Is it still going? It's still going. This is the most humorous bit, and I wish this is when, if YouTube hadn't pushed off, I would have put this as a video version. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to read what Philippe said. Yeah. And then I'm going to show... <laughs> You're going to show... Is there a picture? There's a picture. Oh, he's found okay. one. So Philippe said, like that, but cat... That's the picture he posted. <laughs> it's a collie dog. A black, black and white border collie. collie. <laughs> like that, but, but a cat. cat. I love him. And I haven't got any more threat. That is good. I love him. <laughs> One more Philippe. He's a black and white animal. I think we could maybe make Philippe a, a feature because I reckon there's going to be more, oh, more gold please there. Please do. That's delightful. <laughs> Work Life Ballet, Mark. Uh, accountability yeah i said we trained this morning and um we we we, we talked about accountability i guess you were holding me accountable to kind of me going on my bike which i've already mentioned okay weren't you yeah it was a bit of a slow drip but yeah yeah but no something happened this morning where i kind of realized that it's a the accountability bit is a two-way thing accountability isn't just about someone going have you done that have you done that yet because you <laughs> and this happened tonight didn't it because i came in in this morning to training and said mark i've put on weight mm. I'm now 90 kilos mm-hmm. and I've been hovering around 85, 86 for quite a while, which mm-hmm. I was happy with. And I was trying to get a bit more. I'm not happy, Mark. Mm. I'm, I'm sad. Yes. And you know what I do, with, help. do you know what I do when I'm sad, Mark? Eat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm in a spiral, Mark. Yeah. Help me. And you went, <laughs> this is my point. You went, yeah, I did notice. There's the last few times I've come around your house. There's crisps. Yeah. Biscuits and takeaways. Yes. And I'm like. Okay, I, I knew you were observant, but didn't quite know how. And of course, that wounded me a little bit. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I did, sorry. That, my no. intonation was wrong. <laughs> I don't know what to take that intonation. Yeah, I can't you help but be sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I was wounded, but my point was, it was wounded because I know it's true. 
Yeah. And this might touch on the stuff we're going to t- talk about in... It um, will. It's a very good introduction. In, um, in Brain Food, about are we being too nice? Yeah. And of course, you need, you need to, you, I need to feel that. I also need to be in a place where I can go, it's coming from a good place. Yeah. I'm not going to get arsy with you because it's my problem. Yes. I'm not going to be offended by that when you're absolutely right. Yes. And it's, it's, that, it's a two-way trust thing, isn't it? It's a two-way understanding. It doesn't yes. matter how you said it, whether you were, whether you were being sarcastic or yeah. just be, whatever, I felt it. I went, oh, God, yeah. And I, in terms of that accountability kind of two-way thing, that, that's a good system because I'm more likely to go away and do something. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to feel that again. Because when you go, oh, that's good, you've done well, or you give me a compliment, that's going to feel really good. Yeah. And so I, th- I think what you've brought up there, which I think is key and this was going to be in what I said was that to get accountability from other people number one their view has to matter mm-hmm. and sometimes that view will you hurt respect it yeah because I was thinking the week before we did like a really big session on deadlifts and mm-hmm. your form was great your lifting was great you lifted I think the most you ever lifted or at least equaled your PB it was mm-hmm. a really good lift and everything about those lifts I was complimenting you because you deserved it so I think if you were hurt about me making that observation I think it was me saying probably we've come to the point where something needs to go to the next level. Yeah, and as I said, the only reason it's it's stung a bit, I, I feel ashamed of it. You know what I mean? You're absolutely right. I've got nowhere to go. I could sit there and make all sorts of excuses. Yeah. I'm sad. Well, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> but I have, you know, but it's like, well, I can't be sad forever. I've got to do something about this. Yeah. I can still be sad and not eat that. Yes. You know what I mean? So yeah. I've I've just got to, I've got to step up, and, and that's what we're talking about. You know, you said your eating hasn't been. You know, now the last well, the last couple of weeks it's been a lot better, or the last week or whatever. You no, said, no, it's it's literally. But you're making a conscious effort to. Oh, you, you yeah, you've had a bit of a lapse for the last two weeks, wasn't it? In terms of yeah, obviously what's happened in the last couple of weeks, and you're kind of now kind of coming, you know, coming out of that and going right. I need to I need to sort this out. Yes, no one's going to do it for me. But I don't. I think the reason I wanted to bring accountability is I want to almost to use this next 10 minutes partly cathartic for myself because i need some i i don't have anywhere else to go at the moment that will make me get out of this spiral of decline mm-hmm. because no one is going to say anything that is particularly okay. more informative than i know i'm not going to get someone who's going to go well i can actually give you even more nutritional advice than you've got or yeah. i can tell you even more about sadness or i can tell you even more about grieving yeah and once you, know you understand those things, yes right? so i'm an expert in the field of sorry that's that sounds precocious i have a lot of knowledge in the field of nutrition in the field of mental health in the field Mm. of personal training in the field of how the body works and yet the last two and a half weeks Mm -hmm. i have got into a vicious downward spiral that has has undermined all those because the factor that has caused that decline the death of a friend Mm. has been so Mm all-consuming I haven't got to rock bottom. And when we talk about addiction, which I think we might do in in, in coming weeks, I am a very firm believer that when you are in an addiction that we've discussed before that has dire consequences, Mm -hmm. even when it's dire, when I've had addictions that have been felt dire, Mm -hmm. the difference between that and rock bottom, it's still a long way. Mm -hmm. And it's the same way when people say about, you know, there are fun- people who are functioning alcoholic or fin- mm-hmm. functioning drug yeah, user. Yeah. The dire consequences, you can manage. Your life can continue. You might be taking it's, heroin it, or overdrinking. It, it's, it's bad. There are dire yeah. consequences, but it, it's not it's yes. the bottom of the bottom. Yes. And rock bottom isn't necessarily like the worst scenario. It isn't going, I want to, you know, I don't want to be alive anymore. Rock bottom can be a psychological position of going, I don't have the energy or the commitment or anything to continue this lifestyle i just or could it be the bit where i've got to do the realization or the radical acceptance you go i've got to i've got to turn this around yes because there isn't yeah. a, there isn't another or the, the other option is yes yeah and radical, it is is terminal you know yeah and radical acceptance is exactly as you said there it's it, it's it's recognizing that okay life isn't fair but that mm. you know it's getting on and understanding yeah. that, yeah, accepting the position you're in and doing something about it. Yeah. So I know, and I'm sure she isn't going to mind because Amelia has had discussion with me. I'm, I'm positive she isn't going to mind about this, mm-hmm. is that we had a discussion a couple of days ago and we were talking about food and we were talking about sadness and we were talking about grieving. Yeah. And we were both discussing Lewis mm. and she said, I haven't trained in two weeks. And I said, I haven't trained in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And she said, what are you eating? And I said, double-decker four packs and 150-gram bags of crisps mm. and cookies and biscuits. And I said, what are you eating? She said, I haven't had a cooked meal no. for yeah. X number of days. Yeah. And in some ways, you could go, well, that's a natural reaction. You've had a devastating mm-hmm. yeah. um, incident. 
there is going to be a reaction. Life is going to be different in terms of how you're feeling emotionally. Yeah. But halfway through this two weeks of, of in a way, self-destruction to a degree, I listened to the interview that you had with Miguel. He hinted on stuff that we know about the amygdala and the vagus nerve and mm -hmm. the link with the gut. And I'm thinking, what I'm doing, I'm in an emotional state and I'm what people might call emotional eating, isn't it? It's often like sort yeah. of described in those terms. Yeah. But I think what I'm doing is all my normal structures that maintain me had been abandoned. Mm. So my emotional mind, when we talked about the wise mind, didn't give wise mind or logical mind any opportunity to come in. So I stopped doing mindfulness. I stopped doing breathing right, exercises. Right, right. So the, the destruction became some of those factors that would help me. Even uh, suspend the spiral. Yeah. Rather, rather yeah. than add to it. You know, something to try and make it go back the other way. Yes. It was gone. So it's just going to keep, you know, yeah. keep so, going. So all it? those structures. So mm. the, the planning element of having structure to your day, the not getting out of bed at the same time, not always writing everything down and just yeah. sort of going on the seat of your pants, yeah. not buying any decent food. So when it came to, to eating, it was like, go along to the garage. What I'm saying about accountability is I don't think any of that behavior is out of the ordinary. And I'm sure there's loads of people that have had emotional responses that have manifested themselves in eating. Yeah. And other people have done stuff that manifested in drugs or alcohol or, or, or other destructive behaviors. But I think what I'm saying this, and this is why I want this to be cathartic, is I'm almost going to say on this podcast, I need a bit of accountability. So <laughs> it was interesting when I was listening to Shag Married uh, Annoyed, they were saying, both of them had done radio, and they said, speak on a podcast as if you're speaking to one person, <laughs> which is quite an interesting. Mm -hmm. So I'm sort of speaking to the listener now and saying, I'm saying to you, I can't sustain living on crisps and chocolate. Mm. I don't want to live on crisps and chocolate. And I'm going to now reach out and make a statement that I'll hear myself say, yeah. and I'll listen back to this on Friday. And you'll remind me yeah. of it. And when I go to, to the supermarket after this now, I know I won't buy crisps and chocolate. Yeah. And I'll buy a yeah. meal. And that will it's be the, the first it. step. It's, it's, it's like the better version of that time when you tell someone you've done something and then think you've done it and then go away and don't follow it up. Yes. This is the one where you're kind of, you're, you're saying it out loud. Yeah. In, in a slightly different context. Yes, I get what you're saying. Because we'll all kind of follow, follow up going, so how is that going? Yeah. Or it's, it's a little bit like you're writing down a food diary. Just knowing that you're going to have to write it down is often enough yeah. to stop you putting something in yeah. your mouth that you shouldn't yes. be. Because you go, I've got to write that down later. I've got to look at it. It's going to be constantly reminding me yes. <laughs> all week. I remember when the first day when I started training with you, I started writing the food diary. Mm -hmm. And I realized very quickly it wasn't about what I was writing. It's the fact I was writing it. Yeah. I spoke to um, a colleague at work today who started training the, this week. She's got to keep a food diary, exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. Those times where she's got the opportunity to eat those things, but she's going, I don't want to write this down. Yes, yes. So it, And that's accountability, yeah, isn't it? It's not about what you've written and then go over it. It's just that I've got to, and a bit like what I was saying about my stoma bag, that 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 relationship with food is, is brought yes. closer. Yeah. Because you've got to think about it. It's a bit like maybe uh, Mel Robbins is 54321, mm -hmm. just to get you to kind of stop and just take that time yeah being, maybe that's the mindfulness bit isn't it being in the now maybe writing a food diary is yeah is almost like the mindfulness isn't it slowing it down stopping thinking about it yeah and sorry that just kind of got me on yeah the, no no no, no i agree and it was I, I think this isn't a discussion of food food is just the the vehicle that yes. i'm using on this yeah, so yeah. i'm not i'm not trying to give some discussion about binge eating or emotional eating or, or yeah, trying it's to just the thing that's happening now for yeah you, so. so but what i'm also finding which i suppose is relevant to to nutrition is that the effect, and again, what Miguel said, is that the effect that what I'm putting into my body is having on my body is perpetuating it. Yeah. So I know if I'm in my past life, if I've been unemployed and feeling lazy, I watch, I don't do stuff. I watch daytime TV and don't do stuff. Yeah. yeah. And the lazier I get, the lazier I get. Mm -hmm. And I think there is an element of that. And I'm thinking, I'm feeding myself with stuff with very little nutritional value, mm -hmm. a lot of processed stuff, a lot of chemicals, a lot of sugars yeah. that's giving me a high, then a bigger low. Mm. And it is self-perpetuating because after I've eaten a load of chocolate, all I want is a load more chocolate or yeah. crisps. It's, well, I don't your go, brain's getting the hit, isn't it? Yeah. The brain didn't go in to say, you've had shitty stuff, mm. go and just eat mm. broccoli and carrots. Mm. And it's quite interesting sometimes when you hear with, with um, people who've got children and going, oh, he's a really fussy eater. You never hear of kids that only eat veg. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's only eat, you know, yeah. sugars and fats. Yeah, right. So if they really are a fussy eater, surely one child would go, I only want to eat sweet corn peas and 
little gem lettuce but it doesn't happen does it <laughs> no. so i think that is element that, that, that fussy eaters for children tend to be on the processed yeah. stuff because their brain's getting that reward you're the kind of person that probably won't expect certainly me to even bring it up i might do okay but i might go just generally out of interest how's how's the eating going but I, probably, i'm probably not one but i don't think you need you would just explain that's how you work you know saying it that is enough you're plan. you're putting these pegs in the ground but, but i you know, more you, than want you to go how's it going yeah but i think i think you're good at my point was i don't think you need people to or do you I've, i take you as a person you saying it and putting your own kind of mental kind of stakes in the ground is enough is enough to keep you going because you're, you're it is pretty... but it's taken me two and a half weeks to get here <laughs> right i could have reached out to you and go i really need to stop doing this mm. i'm going to tell you where i'm at mm. i've chosen to do it on the podcast because i think it's also, the takeaway the, yeah, <laughs> probably the wrong, wrong word but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'd love one yeah. what, shall i get it my shout delivery what do you want <laughs> sorry sorry let's <laughs> um crisp chocolate special man <laughs> because <laughs> they do that now on some of the deliveries like they basically go down to your local garage for you okay, don't you they'll do anything it's, yeah. just get a twix on delivery if you want yeah <laughs> desperate times mm. or the nine twix which is the bigger challenge of the last couple of weeks what the nine twix what? you get nine figures and fingers in the packet don't you huh nine mm. how, how does that work there's only two well, in... there's a bigger packet well, there's only two in each one mark how's that work are you talking nine singles Nine singles in an oh, right. extended packet. Me. Twix, Twix means two, so it's two, isn't it? Oh, Twix Single is, Twix. Well, is Twix is of... Latin for two. <laughs> yeah, talking about language. Twix and tween. So. <laughs> Be twixed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so the point I'm making is I'm using this as my accountability. Right. And you're right. I don't need to. And our one listener, as you said. Yeah. yeah. So I'm telling this person that. I'm not happy with what I've been eating. I've done it for a reason. I understand the reason I've done it. Mm -hmm. I'm still grieving. I'm still really sad. But my ability to cope with that grieving and that sadness is not helped by me eating in the way I've been. Mm -hmm. So the wise mind decision is that if I'm better fed and I'm better hydrated and I'm more balanced in what I'm eating, the bigger issues such as mental health and dealing with grief and dealing with, you know, things like a funeral coming up and, yeah. you know, a whole host of things are going to be in a much better position to do that. So this is a wise mind decision. So I'm just saying to the person who's listening, I've had enough of eating shit and now I'm going to do it and, and get back on to proper balanced diet and start building my body up, start training and get back to where I was. And I guess the, the takeaway item from this is around accountability is you have to find that person or that strategy that is going to work. It's no good making as some people do, a sort of vague... You often yeah. get it, don't you, on Insta? I'm going to go on a diet. And it's like, no, you need to tell someone what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, what you're not going to do. So I'm saying now, I'm not going to buy chocolate and crisps. I am going to start eating well. Mm -hmm. I am just going to start taking my medication and my supplements. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I'm recovered from my operation, I'm going to train five times a week. And I know I will do that. But the person you share it with has to be the person that accountability counts. Yeah. And I think I would like you to come back and go, how's that going? You're on. Cool. Oh, we're being too nice, Mark. This is linked to what I've just said. It is, yeah. We, we mentioned a couple of things. It's kind of a nice springboard to this. I hadn't realised that there's actually a certificate in the, the nutrition world, and I should have got the exact name, but it's something like the Certificate for Intuitive Eating. Okay. I was interested in this concept, and I've been following some people, mostly in the States, to see what it means. Right. And I just have a, a slight concern over what I've read, is that one of the, 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 the people that I've been following... Should I, give a, should I give a definition? Yeah, yeah, far away. This is from Healthline. Intuitive eating is a philosophy of eating that makes you the expert of your body and its hunger signals. Mm -hmm. Essentially, it's the opposite of a traditional diet. It doesn't impose guidelines about what to avoid and what or when to eat. It teaches you are the best person, the only person to make those choices. Well, I could put a link up to this. It's got a bit more information on, but mm. you can... But the, the, the problem that I have That's, with I think it, I know where I can see where you're going with this. Yeah. The, pr the problem I have is that I'm sure for some people intuitive eating can be and I'm, I'm sure there are people there who are nutritionists that can guide people yeah and I, we also kind of touched on the Miguel interview about and just you know but everyone's body's so different you gotta to listen to your own body understand exactly. what it likes what it doesn't like yeah but like this this feels like we're gonna this is a thread about when that just tips that tips the balance yeah it goes a little bit further down you know down one avenue just going back to what i said about food there mm -hmm. is that 
intuitively, I'm not knocking intuitive eating because intuitively I know what I've been eating is wrong. Well, it's like Miguel said about bread, about people going saying every time I eat bread, I get bloated. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> there's Use the intuitive intu- <laughs> thing. <isn't there? laughs> yeah. But what I think I found quite scary is that one of the people I'm I'm following in the States, I'm not going to say who she is because I don't think it's I'm not bad mouthing her. I just find it. Mm-hmm. So she put up something today that says diet culture things created by men. And she's put six logos up and underneath she's put, why are men telling us how we should look? So I guess she's taking this from a mm-hmm. feminist perspective. Yeah. And the third logo she's put up is my fitness pal. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, firstly, I don't know that my fitness pal was created specifically by a man. Uh, it might have been, it might not have been. I'm sure there was a whole team developing the app. Yeah. And the app is there to allow you to record calories yeah. and maybe that's against what intuitive eating is about yeah. but to dismiss it it's kind of and, it was also i don't think it was designed by men to tell women no specifically i think it's to tell to, people every, yeah, this is how yeah, many calories humans. are in a digestive biscuit <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it yeah. isn't making judgments even it yeah. isn't necessarily some people go to i go to my fitness pal to get bigger mm-hmm. yeah, so, so to come out with something that's basically going mm. it's sexist mm-hmm. and yeah you know so that made me um, think maybe it's a little bit political. And then she put up this one and it said, this is what diet culture is. Diet culture is where you use portion control for everything you eat. So this is her words, not mine. Yeah. And she's shown a pizza and she said, if you eat past a tiny portion limit, you feel like a failure and then you eat until you're painfully stuffed, which is like a fairly broad term. Yeah, right. If you're a diet rebel, you will honor hunger, fullness and satisfaction You'll eat the amount of pizza that feels good and you'll move on guilt-free. Now, I reckon we're getting a bit simplistic here. So the next one is, you deserve to eat after you've worked out, hit a number of steps and been active all day. Fine, I don't like the word deserve. It's you eat because you stay alive. (laughs) You also deserve to eat after you've Netflix and chilled all day, only walked five steps from your bed to your fridge and binged hours of TikToks. And I'm thinking we're putting it almost that that it's almost like whatever activity you do, if you then want to eat, so be it. That's fine. In some ways, go okay. I I get that. You can do what you like, right? Yeah. If that's what your thing is, there's some things in there that kind of sounded quite kind of factually quite sensible. But then you are getting into the. It's okay if you haven't moved an inch all day. You you maybe binge Netflix. It's okay yeah. to go and binge the fridge as well. Yeah. Countering all the things you've just said is kind of arguably slightly more sen- more sensible advice. I th- I think it's around the repercussions. It is fine. Or if she's saying all you can train things. and then go and eat all the things you shouldn't. I'm not quite clear what she's talking about. With, you know, if you go and have, I think what she's saying is no matter what you've been doing during the day, if you want to go and eat a pizza, that's basically, fine. Basically, eat what you like, do what you like, whenever you yeah. like. Don't judge yourself. Don't beat yourself up. And I get this. I get the whole yeah, thing. I've no, just yes. been talking about emotional eating. What I'm not saying yeah. is no. You have to deserve food. I hated the word she used deserve there. I think that is wrong. Mm. Food is, you can either use it as a fuel, you can use it as a reward, you can use it as motivation, Mm -hmm. you can use it as just something to get through, whatever you use it. The point I'm making about people being too nice is that I feel with this intuitive eating, if you constantly say, it doesn't matter what you've done, you want to eat, you eat. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want you feeling guilt about food. I don't want you feeling... And again, that is fine. Yeah. But, if somebody is in a certain position... Someone might take that verbatim, right? Yes. And we have and got an obesity epidemic. Yeah. So there is proof that for some people, managing their food to the levels they want to mm-hmm. is a big task. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is just why I find this difficult, is that I would love people to be trained and understand food better and understand macros and the balances and how you have to be hydrated. But when I'm reading these, it's almost like, Whatever you've done, eat whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know you best. Yeah. But people come to a PT. So the point I was going to link back to you, mm-hmm. and it isn't a judgment, and I don't want you feeling bad just because I come in and... I'm ready. <laughs> you've obviously had chips again. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bottle of vinegar <laughs> as I walk in the back door. Yeah, um, I immediately want to go... That's the first time I've had chips in the chip shop in a long time. And it's yeah. true, but I'm feeling I'm, I'm, I'm on the defensive already. Yeah. But that but is what right. I want. What I want is <laughs> you mentioned today and you mentioned on the podcast mm. that you put weight on. Mm. I'm guessing in the way you mentioned it, you would rather not be 90 kilos. Yeah, correct. What I'm saying is if my response is 
you've had a hard time at work recently. Just mm-hmm. eat what you feel is good. I don't want you feeling guilty about food from the fit chip shop. Mm-hmm. That doesn't solve your dilemma. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I'm sure there are nutritionists out there that are able to use intuitive eating to help Mm. solve that dilemma. What I'm saying is, as we've discussed, there can be balance. It isn't an either or. And if it's counting calories and that works and you want to Mm. be a certain weight because you feel better about yourself and your clothes feel, feel, and that's what you want to be, I think a personal trainer needs to have that approach. And it might be different for the next person I see. Yeah. And that's the, this is the takeaway I'm saying is that so many people out there nail their colors to one mask. So it's intuitive eating. It can't be that everyone in the world no. does intuitive eating. No, right. It can't be everyone in the world does calorie counting. But people have eating disorders. Yes. They haven't, they haven't got a choice. Yes. And so they <laughs> have to be looked that's, at that's individually. That's actually not intuitive. It's, it's, a, it's a reaction, a reflex, or a, you know, just a condition is a disorder, yeah. isn't it? It's something they can't they have a choice to change. Yeah. But it, no it's, it suddenly try. worried me that if the, the, the tagline in your Instagram is intuitive eating, you know, certificate, and that's what you're going to teach. Mm. If someone comes to you that might benefit more from calorie deficit, yeah. do you go, sorry, I can't help you because you'd be much better off doing this? Mm. Or do you try and squeeze a, a round peg into a square hole yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to, un, to make them go, well, you could be intuitive eating. And I think that's, I suddenly realized, and this is my confession time here, is I realize I have too much of the PT that I'm doing has my personal bias in it. The exercises that I'm teaching people are exercises I like doing, Mm -hmm. and they're not necessarily always right. So one of the things I've learned from this is that I need to expand. Mm -hmm. So I never do burpees with anyone because I hate burpees. Good. I don't rate them. Very few people like That's them. That's why I come to you. Yeah. <laughs> it was on your leaflet. <laughs> but they are an option. And the fact I do them for not a single person I'm with can't be right. There will be some people that would either like to do burpees or would benefit from them. I still don't rate burpees, but there you go. do you know that's what I mean? That's yeah. the point. Still, you can still have the opinion. Can't that's, the, that's the thing. But I think you have you. to give the option. What I don't want to do is someone go, yeah. this is the only You're way. You're aware of it. Some people aren't even aware of it, won't even bring it up or reference it. But I think, you know, we both have that period of time, whether it's two weeks, four weeks or six weeks, where what's happened's happened. And I think Mm. it's served a purpose. Something you just said a minute ago felt like, no, it's served a purpose. Your couple of weeks. Yeah. Nobody chose that. It served a purpose. Circumstance. Yes. Whatever you say, your your body's arguably needed that in some way. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's a coping mechanism, whatever it is. But then you also realize, well, you're very likely to continue to be sad and continue to grieve. Because of how I'm eating, uh, it's going to add to it. Or well, yeah, I think, it. I think yeah, it doesn't matter what you're eating; you're okay. still going to feel down oh, about what's you. happened. I guess we're both in that space for, for whatever really different reasons. We've both gone. My my eating isn't going to change what's happened, or change what is happening, yeah. or change what's yeah. going to happen. But I also don't want that to add to if it, if things aren't great anyway. I don't want the bad diet adding to adding to my problems. Yeah. You just always yeah. come out of that realization. Well, something's got to. You get to a junction, don't you? Go. Something's got to happen here. Yeah. It's a fork in the road, isn't it? It's that? not easy, because if it was, we'd all just yeah. have done it. So, you know, I think it's um, probably half the battle, isn't it? Realising it, accepting it, mm. and, you know, then telling telling someone is another step on, on, along that, isn't it? And that's the original, yeah you've, put yeah, you've put your finger on it there. It's the bit that we just said at the beginning about being too nice. It's you now brought up that you'd like to lose some weight, so this is mm. going to be your accountability mm. a bit. Mm. We know from having worked together, the things that work well for you are more carrots than sticks. Well, more carrots Tweet. than chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More it's carrots genius. than Twix. That would have worked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to send that to intuitive eaters. Yeah. yeah. But um, I think there's a bit of a learning lesson here. So you've already mentioned things in this podcast today about food diary mm-hmm. that had yeah, something. Yeah. So that's yeah, something we might consider. Mm-hmm. I think calorie counting, I don't think necessarily in the past it's been something where you've gone, I need to do this every day and but we mm. might look at certain foods and go, do you know this is good? This is going to yeah. be disproportionately yeah, yeah, yeah. high in calories. Thinking about the writing it down as the single most impactful thing. Yeah. And then the accountability could be that we're going to say, instead, like today, we had a fairly and, and brief the, discussion. You know, the bike, you know, it didn't really feel good. We had a, everything went wrong before we went for a bike ride. Mm. And it was such a, to the point I almost jacked in. Yeah. <laughs> it was like nothing was going, but we did it, you know, and I, I've had the taste for the bike yeah. again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we might put that in within. Yeah. So it might be useful. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm taking this a bit too far now. But if you're basically, if I'm basically saying I'm going to change my diet as of this mm-hmm. evening, mm-hmm. and I could maybe just do little reports back on this in the pod, just yeah. you know, we both can. And yeah, that's what I was going to say for yeah. you. I don't think this is going to be. Damon's going to lose five kilos, and this is his diet. What we're going to do is look at <laughs> yeah. look at life and how yeah. you, you get you get where you want to be. Yeah. 
do have a very tiny email from our resident army captain um, yeah i don't think i got a personal one this week i've got a feeling unless well, i didn't just, just, we can't expect that from our listeners can you a personal email <laughs> every week <laughs> uh hi damo and mark the sun has got his hat on hip 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 hooray mm-hmm. spelled hooray wrong but you know <laughs> the sun has got his hat on we're coming out to play is that what the words are mm-hmm. it's a weird song that isn't it mm-hmm. the sun has got his hat on you wouldn't get the benefit then, would you? He <laughs> said, this is counter to what you said at the beginning of this pod, which I have to concur with you, Mr. D, on farts. Hmm. I, if I was going to put, if I was a betting man, I would put fiver on him going on yours. <laughs> yeah. Like old army humour. Yeah. Uh, and he said, uh, Miguel was brilliant. Thank you for your educational public broadcast. <laughs> Do you have any mailbag? Do you have any feedback? Uh, no. Yeah. I've had a few people go and get back to twice a week. I said, I'll pass by Damien. I think he's fairly flexible on that. <laughs> Legit. Legit, yeah. I was going to put something on Instagram, do a little poll, see what people thought. Everything I put on Instagram does asking for feedback. No one, no one's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We've got a quiet been. group. On, this is this is a shout out on, and I keep saying shout married avoid, but annoyed. Yeah, and it's third time now. Yeah. It's hard. They have um, a lot of, I guess, because they've got over 100,000 followers rather than 43 but um i think they also have about they're top aren't they Literally 10 million 10 million plays a month or something yeah stupid. i listened to one today and they got an email from someone so i went back to the beginning so this was episode three and this mm-hmm. person said i want to claim to be the first person that was having sex whilst listening to your podcast it's grim yeah but i mean it's just putting that out there right <laughs> 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 No, it's just like as a claim to fame. Even they were going. We, should, we like, shouldn't tell anyone we have sex while we're doing it. <laughs> while we're recording it, <laughs> should we? What? You're terrible. <laughs> I've got to fill the mailbag section with something. Oh, that's that sounds a bit weird. Yeah. No. Um. So no, none of the feedback. I haven't got anything else. No. We could finish on time if you like. Yeah. I don't think I ever showed you the TikTok. You know, we were saying about how they listen to this so much mm. TikTok, like ridiculously. Yeah. And I keep, I'm aware, <laughs> again, the irony of me being startled and going to, fuck. You're constantly surprised yeah, that like they're listening the to her. <laughs> Every time. But this was within an hour of you posting it. Right. I watched the TikTok at like six in the morning. You mm. put it up at five. Right. And about the fourth video it showed was a guy talking about, it was almost like a little poem about not weeing in the water, in a toilet, but on the sides. You sent me that. Did I? There's another was, one. As it was brilliant. That is mad. But we weren't talking about peeing in, in the no, toilet. No, we did. I talked about my mum. I oh, think you even... This I, don't, is a while, I think this is a you cut ago. it out. I think you cut it out. But there was some reference... This I've, is a long time ago, talking about but how I your mum... said mom, about it We've talked recently. about toilet matters, haven't we? Yeah. And things that are stuck from, from your pet, from your... And it was, yeah, you mentioned that your mum... I think when you said ...wanted about you farts, to be a quiet... No, we definitely kept that in about your mum sorry i'm pointing my pen at you i'm trying to, I'm trying to <laughs> that does jog. remind me of my mum <laughs> <laughs> sorry um but yeah we, would, we definitely kept that in about you not being allowed water on water yes it had to be the side had to hit the, the side of the pan to not yeah. make a noise because you didn't yeah. like the noise we've definitely kept that in yeah but i'm wondering whether you gave your fart stuff and i either made made some aside to you about well, when t- you tiktok isn't listening to our pod is it yes how's it doing that what the fuck? Of course you, it you is. You don't play it out loud to, to TikTok, do you? You don't, you don't play your thing. It's only your headphones. My microphone's on now. My TikTok microphone is on. Oh, right. Of course it, it's oh, listening it's just because it's listening to us right now, not like all the videos to, to are... the editing podcast or the way that... Yeah, well, it's going it's to come up with more stuff, isn't it, if it's recording us now? Yeah, but it's the point I'm trying to make is the algorithm, I can get it. If I say faxing denial, masks are shit, or... The one we did about socks. That's and another then one should... bad band. <laughs> TikTok wouldn't ban us. They love that we're undermining Western society. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. The point Maybe I'm... that's it. Maybe we just mentioned TikTok too much. Yeah. And YouTube, we've got the ump. No, the point I'm making, the point I'm making is we are being listened to, but why is the algorithm set to go like, pick up if someone says they don't pee in the water in the bowl? Yeah. And you'll go, well, they're picking up everything. But how does that become then send him a video of someone talking about that same thing? Yeah. Why, yeah. why does that... I don't know, man. I haven't got the answers to everything. Sorry. I know, you, I... Come, I know you come here with all these questions. 
But I don't by get now, what... you must realise that <laughs> Oh, I'm getting frustrated. This is as frustrated as people walking across the it's common okay, with we've, masks we've... on today. <laughs> yeah. I see people on their own in cars wearing masks. It's yeah, brilliant. but sit in the... T- let walking the across the park. From... Yeah. We were talking about this this morning, about how masks are giving people problems. We were talking about lack of oxygen, weren't we? Yeah. In, in yeah. blood. Yeah, and I had my pre-op assessment yeah. and my oxygen was, was quite low. low. And the woman said, we're getting this a lot because right. people having to wait for their assessments in the waiting room with a mask on. The mask on, yeah. So what it's doing so it's, for people in the NHS or yeah, shops with eight hours that. a day. And my, my O2 is still low. I don't think it is because of the masks personally, but the nurse went, yeah, we're finding a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So so get some fresh air, everybody. Get some fresh air and vitamin D. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, last thing. Okay. Um, the results of the vitamin D research that the government have funded oh, yes. will come out, this is my prediction, will come out at the end of the summer. Right, yeah. Because if they come out now mm. and COVID as it is, you know, the deaths are now in single figures. Yeah. If they go on, well, yes, it's because of vitamin D. So what, what? this is my prediction. In May and June, there will be more about open air, fresh air, space, yeah. and there'll yeah. be the odd reference to vitamin D. Yeah. And then when we get towards the end of the autumn, they're going, oh, actually, this research says might be worth just having a mm-hmm. bit of supplements. Mm-hmm. So then as we go into the next, whatever they do next winter, whether it's a lockdown or whatever, yeah. and people are taking vitamin D, the good effects of it will then kick in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they want the benefit. They'll get the benefit. Yeah. Yeah. But they can't admit. Because if no. they come out now and go, vitamin D is great for you. And if, if they say it, if they actually it will work, say, but they, they won't, they won't be the, the saviors. Were they? No, but it they then contradicts why didn't you find this out a year ago? Yeah, that was the whole thing. Oh, they, yeah. it, they can't, they, they need it to work and people to take it, but they can't yeah. go, this would have been a panacea in the past. It's like, give it a little go. Hmm. That's what they'll say. Hmm. And the other final thing is that their recommended dose will be massively higher than it is now. Right. So there's my, you can bring me back on those. I'll be accountable. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. What do you want to talk about next week, Mark? Well, you were going to do it? some crisp reviews, ironically, weren't you? <laughs> I can do those now very quickly. Do those very quickly. Just because I saw them on Insta. You're right. Oh, just while you're finding them. Do you know you can get Space Raiders as um, a frozen potato? Frozen potato what? Snack. So I talked about the beef ones. That's what kicked it off, wasn't it? Yeah. Fro- frozen potato snack. Beef based. Beef Space, Space Raiders. Ra- I'm all over that. Mm. Well, it's not. It's I against, guess I it's against my eating thing. Is, is it healthy or not? Let me just go. Beef flavoured <laughs> Space Raiders. Yeah, is it healthy or not, Mark? I just want a yes or no. Don't need to repeat it back to me. Intuition. You should know. <laughs> that was yummy. Cow flavoured. Yeah, not beef. So my first review, mm-hmm. uh, crisp review, very quickly, you're not going to bang on, but it was the Pringles Sizzling Spicy uh, spicy Barbecue Flavour, mm-hmm. um, which is on the end aisle. You know, I got caught on one of those special mm-hmm. offers, you know, absolute mm-hmm. sucker. Um so on the packaging, it's kind of it's a it's a Pringle with flames coming off it mm. and little p- kind of potato horns, suggesting oh. it's got you know it's a little devilment, mm. um, edgy, you know, spicy. Mm. Uh, they weren't horny. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely weren't. No. Um, so um, th- they're a little bit disappointing. Okay, I think it, they weren't very spicy. Mm. They weren't particularly just really a real letdown. Is my review. <laughs> Yeah, that's. Um, I'd give. Them, I think this could take over from life. I'd give them three, three out of five crunches. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and then these, these are from Better Foods. They're about nine quid a packet, right? <laughs> We've got a Better Food office at the office. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It isn't it, Better Food. It's just different take, packaging in there. It's expensive food. Yeah. Um, there are these um, crisps called Amazing. Mm-hmm. It's very Bristol. Amazing. Um, organic nacho corn chips. Gluten-free yeah. as well, which is important. That packaging looks shit, doesn't it? Yes. It looks like it's going to be really bland. Yeah. But they are good. Really, really good. Nice kind of cheesy powder, not too overpowering cheese. Mm. I don't like kind of the tortilla kind of corn chips that are really hard. Mm-hmm. They're kind of quite delicate on the tongue. Mm. Is that a bit better for a review? You're looking at me like I'm an absolute idiot. <laughs> right. Anyway, so um, I'd give them I give them four crunches out of five, Mark. Oh, I thought it was going to be for something different. Look, I've just done this on the hoof. All right. Mm-hmm. Any talking more? about talking about cows. Um, Treading to ask, you did do a third one, didn't you? No, I didn't. That okay. was it. Is that enough? 
Yeah, that's fine. But the first and last Chris review we ever yeah. do. Uh, that's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far, and thanks for listening. Give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at I'm Finecast, and send your feedback and ideas to I'm Finecast at gmail.com. Don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, because that, that'd be really nice of you. And uh, tell a friend or two. In <laughs> fully special prize in the next episode. Yeah, we're going to... Um, we alluded to this a few weeks ago. I mean, I think we've alluded to to this for a while, really, yeah. around mental health. I don't think I'd feel comfortable talking about a serious subject with us banging on about Arsing dead cats beforehand up. and then shit crisp reviews after. So I think... Excuse it, me? <laughs> That's way too soon. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what we've talked about a number of mental health issues and we're going to talk about borderline personality disorder. We'll give a full explanation about why we're doing it. And I think it'll probably be from from what I've been looking into, probably three or four shortish episodes. Mm -hmm. And there's a number of reasons, and we'll do this in in episode one while we're covering it. It's a very important issue that's very misunderstood. Mm -hmm. And I think I'd like to give a sort of background to what it is, a background to, to how it manifests itself, and then some very, very clear indications of where people can go for advice or help or support yeah um good idea so yeah that's it that's going to be the sort of meat but as i say i think we might might even put it out as an individual thing but that's definitely something and i I think if people either know about it or or would like to know more about it or there's other people and this isn't like oh get more people to listen to us i wouldn't be that callous but it's Mm -hmm. i think i would like to raise awareness of it so if there's people listening you know who find this relevant you know if they do spread spread the word great so we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. See you then. Take care all. Bye.